Good morning. Welcome to Stony Creek United Methodist Church. I am Pastor Michael. I'm very happy to see you all here on this Palm Sunday. And it's almost kind of like spring outside. Um, and now that I've said that, it'll snow tomorrow. So, um, But I'm very glad to see you here. We have a couple quick announcements. First, uh, this year, Monday, Thursday service uh, will be over at Clinton at 7 o'clock. There also will be on our Facebook page um, a Monday, Thursday service you can watch that will also go live at 7 o'clock. That is something the conference put together, um, and I believe, if I'm remembering right, it uh, has some uh, people from the Wesley Foundation, so some of the college kids doing some stuff. And then Good Friday, we will be here at 7 o'clock, um, and it also will be on Facebook Live um, in case you can't get here. Um, and then next Sunday, normal worship time, uh, like any other week. So, um, and I'll have an email going out to you probably tomorrow with bulletins and all that fun stuff. Um, and now I know we have some other announcements, so I'm going to kick it over to Barb and she's going to tell you a bunch of stuff. And the kids aren't here. Children, if you can hear, the Easter egg hunt is next week. Uh, so if you have grandchildren nieces, nephews, whatever, uh, I think you'll see a lot of Easter eggs with no candy in them. We don't put candy in the Easter eggs here. Thank so you. it'll be, yeah, they're high enough as it is, those uh -huh. kids are. Um, so that'll be after the church service at 10 o'clock. And then breakfast is next week at 8 o'clock. There's still a sign-up sheet going around if anybody would like to sign up to bring anything. You'll notice our board at the back of the church is getting really filled up. We had 20 children, yes, on Friday, coloring Easter eggs and uh, enjoying the day. And then this Sunday is going to be our last Sunday for the loose change collection for the Ukraine. And the food pantry, I was going to thank Will. He's not here. Um, but we had a number of families taking like two bags of groceries they uh things are getting rough for some well they've been rough but they're getting rougher with the uh cost of food so they are definitely utilizing the food pantry that's all i got okay did you have anything else good morning my name is fonda i'm the liturgist today uh the only thing i have to add is um most of you may have already gotten or you will be getting uh, our Easter letter. And also, you have one more Sunday. If you would like to order a lily in honor of someone or in memory of someone, there are still a couple of applications out uh, in the back. And the other thing um, with outreach, I will be at the church Wednesday, about 10 o'clock, we're going to be packing, our goal is 40 of the pack-and-go boxes, bags that we take to Bishop and Model School. All the supplies are here. We don't ask you to donate that, but if we can get some extra hands to stuff the bags, then they'll be ready, and Barb's going to coordinate with Bishop School and we're going to have an open pantry 
extra that Thursday night if you're not at Monday Thursday services because it is a long weekend and we need to remember that a lot of times our kids uh, need help, our families need help. Not everyone will be able to have the Easter we'd like to have. So I think that's about all. I want to thank Barb and Gilda for doing the Easter letter for us. Uh, we welcome extra hands. If you can stick stickers and put stamps on, then there's a job here for you at Stony Creek. And I think that's... Uh, <laughs> don't laugh at me, Teresa. We have all sorts of jobs. <laughs> okay. That's all I have. Okay. This time, I invite you to stand if you are comfortable doing that, and we'll begin our morning worship service with our call to worship. They brought the colt of a donkey to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. And he answered them, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. Okay, now you are invited to turn to page 278. And our opening hymn this morning is Hosanna, Lord Hosanna. Remain standing if you're comfortable.
invited to follow along as we say our opening prayer for the day. Let us pray together. Holy One, God of goodness, we call out to you at the gates of righteousness, sometimes in praise, sometimes in distress, sometimes both at once. We long to be in your house in the presence of beloved, finding the physical procession for the branches. Open us this day to your love in and through the webs of our relationships and in the simple and good enough moments that fill our days. Amen. Jesus orchestrated a, a low-budget parade into a city where he knew his days were numbered. Get me a cult, he said, not a steed, not a float, a young green donkey, not the color. That's horse speak for not ridden a lot. And folks gathered, and his friends, they started some liturgical shouting that, that ticked off the local priests. Life is hard, and we all need friends, and sometimes big, loud praying that will not be messed with. We are created for interdependence. So all our hiding and pretending that we are perfectly fine, all on our own, just won't work. Get on the donkey when you need to, and let people lay down their cloaks for you and make some noise for you. Because you know that you will do it for them too when their chips are down. What keeps you from connectedness with others? Let us take a moment of silent reflection. Hear this compassionate word from the letter to the Philippians. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Knowing or know that already God is offering us freedom from isolation as we are called into the kind of community that Christ had in mind for all. We are invited to the audacity of interdependence so that we might recognize love in its giving and receiving. And know that despite our sometimes faltering steps in the name of Jesus Christ, you are being forgiven even now. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory, Glory to God. God. Amen. God has given us his only child, Jesus Christ, as the way of our salvation. Let us then give generously as God has given to us.
you would please rise as you are able and join me in singing our doxology. Holy One, we give you thanks for the great deeds of salvation that you have done and continue to do. Bless these offerings of thanksgiving that they may further your kingdom in this world. Through Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. And it is now time for our youth moment. So if our children and youth can, can come take a seat, I will meet you down there or over there. That worked out really well, didn't it? How was the performance? Was it good or bad? You guys did a great job. Thank you. I appreciate all your help. You guys get five stars. Five stars? Yeah. We'll, we'll work on it. Don't worry. Okay, so today is Palm Sunday, right? Yeah, we know. And... Do you remember what happened on Palm Sunday? Yeah. Jesus rode in on a donkey into the city of Jerusalem, and a bunch of people were really excited. And so they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, just like we had in the song, well, two songs before. And they were really excited because they were waiting to see what Jesus was going to do because he promised he was going to make things better. And that's as far as we know right now. The rest of the story doesn't get finished for a couple more days. But I was thinking, when Jesus wrote in, it was kind of like a parade. Have you guys ever been to a parade? You've never been to a parade? I have. We have. You've never been to a parade? I have. Okay. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I forgot the last two years we've been stuck indoors. Um, okay, so um, so a parade, there's usually a bunch of people, right? And sometimes there's like fire trucks. Fire trucks and a marching band maybe. Could you have a parade with, with just one person? No. You no, yeah. You need a lot of people, right? Just, just one person, that, that wouldn't work. That's right. We need everyone from the earth and every single country. So, can, can you think of... Okay, okay, hold on. No, we don't need any bears at the parade. Um, okay, okay, okay. Shh. I know, okay, hold on. AJ. Okay, so, there are some times in life where... Actually, there's a lot of times in life where we are better together. That means that we can, we can do more stuff because we're together. We can, we can love more. We can support each other more. We're just better when we're with each other. 
Okay. So I want to try, I want to try something. Well, you see, I've got this, I've got this little ball. And it does something really cool when, when you touch the ends, but I, I, I can't do it just by myself. I need some help. So here's what I thought we could do. Um, I need you guys to hold each other's hands. So, so you hold his hand, you hold his hand, and keep going. And AJ, you are going to touch that metal part on the ball with your other hand. No, with your other hand, because you need to hold Molly's hand with that hand. So can everybody hold hands? Okay, so touch the metal part. Stop. No, don't touch me. Just the metal part. Okay. Okay, D, grab my hand. Check it out. How cool is that? Because when we all hold hands, it makes a connection. Wait a minute. Wait, there's an internet connection? No, not in it. I thought there was an internet connection here. So that's not possible. Okay, let go. Let go. We are making, we are making an electrical connection. Okay, but see, so when we all worked together, we got to see something really cool, right? So, what do you guys think? Are we better when we're together? Yes. Yeah. Not just one person, because everyone will, because that one person will be lonely and crying, and then, and then everyone will like, and he would have to go to every single person. Okay. 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 Hold on. Yes. So, do you know another reason we're better together? Because we all are different, and we all have different gifts, and we all have different things we're, we're special or good at. So some people are really good at singing. Some people are really good um, at playing certain games. Yes, there are some people who are not as good at playing music. Um, but, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. But because we're all good at different things, when we come together, we can do so much more and support each other better, okay? Yeah, but, but don't forget about some people don't even know what is 64 times 64. Okay, so, can you guys help me with something? Yes, because that's something else that we are better when we're together, when we do the Lord's Prayer, the whole congregation, okay? Okay, so can we fold our hands? Just hold on, okay. Okay, ready? We're going to do it all together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Anthony. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you guys so much. It's time for Sunday school. Just go to Sunday school, okay?
All right. Uh, this morning, we'll take some time for joys and concerns. Teresa has the microphone she can bring around. Um, I want to start us off, of course, with our continued prayers for the Ukraine, um, as well as for the people of Russia who stand in opposition to what their government is doing in the Ukraine. Um, we continue to find out about some absolutely horrific war crimes that are being committed. And I am very, very hopeful that we can have an end to this soon because too many innocent people are dying and too many homes and communities are being destroyed all basically because of one person's pride. So... Do we have other joys or concerns we'd like to lift up this morning? I just want to say, did you just see the future of Stony Creek up there during the youth? It's great. And they're multiplying like bunnies. There's more of them. And they do not always use walking feet. Let me tell no. you. <laughs> I have an unspoken prayer for my son. Um, just things have to get better. And I have a joy that my friend Connie joined us today for our service. Do we have any others? All right. We will uh, continue now with our call to prayer using our song, Good Enough, that we have been using the last couple weeks, if you would join me in that. Our prayers, we will do this responsively when you hear me say the words, the stone that the builders rejected, please respond with, has become the chief cornerstone. God in the highest, you came to us in a human being who humbled himself like a slave. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. We pray for the nation's that worship power and might. May they be ruled by humility and peace. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. We pray for the church and its leaders that we may have the mind of Christ. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. We pray for the victims of human tragedies 
and disasters of nature. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. We pray for those who are in prison, the repentant and the unrepentant, and those falsely accused. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. We pray for those who are ill or infirmed or are rejected because they are seen to be weak. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. God of compassion, through Jesus Christ, you have come to us and shared our common lot. Mold us into people who show your mercy and keep us obedient to him whose name is above all other names, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. If you would please join me aloud in our prayer for illumination. Eternal God, quiet within us all mortal voices that through the story of the passion and by the power of your Holy Spirit, we may have the same mind that was in Christ Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. Our first scripture reading this morning is from the Old Testament, Psalms 118, verses 1 and 2, and then verses 19 to 29. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let Israel say, His love endures forever. Open for me the gates of the righteous. I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous may enter. I will give you thanks for you answered me. You have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. The Lord has done this this very day. Let us rejoice today and be glad. Lord, save us. Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. The Lord is God, and he has made his light shine on us. With bows in hand, join in the festal procession up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. A reading still current today. 
Praise be to God. second scripture reading this morning comes from the gospel of Luke chapter 19 verses 28 through 40. After he had said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethphage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples saying, go into the village ahead of you and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, what are, why are you untying it? Just say this, the Lord needs it. 
So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They said, The Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. A word of God that is still speaking. Thanks be to God. Please join me again in an attitude of prayer. God of families, communities, nations, and all creation, we come before you this morning longing for our connection to you to be strengthened and renewed. Guide your Holy Spirit to move among us as we cry out in praise with loud hosannas, honoring the triumphant return of your Son, our Savior, Jesus, to the city of Jerusalem. Call us back home to you as well, that we might come with those same loud hosannas and our hearts led with grace and love. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts together in this place be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, happy Palm Sunday, everyone. This is the Sunday where, where things are a bit brighter. Things are more, more joyous and celebratory. Even though... We know what is just a few days away, for at least today we can rejoice with those waving the palm branches and crying out, Hosanna. And that is good enough. Speaking of good enough, that is the name of our sermon and worship series that we've been using since Ash Wednesday for our Lenten and Easter season journeys. Now, on Ash Wednesday, we focused on the reality that as humans, perfection is impossible, but transformation is not. We also lifted the truth that even though society may hold these unrealistic or unreachable expectations for our lives, none of that means that our lives are somehow less than. Then the first Sunday in Lent, we broached the idea and the reality that ordinary lives can be holy. The second Sunday in Lent, we talked about how so much of our lives are, and our world is out of our control, and that we should try to understand the divine presence as a dance partner who, who guides us and improvises as the dance goes on. The third week in Lent, we, we regrouped around the idea that that a lot of different things can act like medicine and help to heal us. And also that just like, like plants and many other things, we need nurturing and patience in order for us to flourish and thrive. 
The fourth Sunday in Lent, we examined how oftentimes we believe that we are always the problem. And we try to accept that we need to cut ourselves some slack. And then finally, last week, the fifth Sunday in Lent, we talked about how we are fragile and how, how different we experience life and how different we could experience it if, if we could be vulnerable with each other, at least within our worshiping and faith communities. And now, as I just mentioned, here we are on Palm Sunday. So let's dive back into to part of our reading from the 19th chapter of Luke's Gospel that I read to you just a few moments ago. As he rode along, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered them, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. So here we have Jesus and, and his disciples, two of whom just committed grand theft cult, I might add. But here they are with Jesus orchestrating this low-budget parade, as I said before, into a city where he knows his days are numbered. Jesus tells his two, two of his disciples, get me a colt. And again, not a noble steed, not a float with streamers and music blaring. Nope, just a colt. A young green donkey, again, not green in color. Green as in has not been ridden yet. Although a donkey that was green in color would have definitely brought some interesting reactions from the crowd, I imagine. I'm not sure what the Pharisees would have said for that one. So we have the cult. Jesus rides the cult, and folks start to gather. And his disciples and friends, they, they start this liturgical shouting, which, of course, ticks off the local priests, the Pharisees. Wasn't the first time, wouldn't be the last and as I said before, you know, life is hard, and, and we all need friends and support, and sometimes we even need those big, loud prayers that cannot be messed with. We are created for interdependence, not independence. We weren't created to be solitary creatures, never interacting or collaborating with each other, and I know for anyone who identifies as an introvert, hearing that statement is terrifying. Um, but I didn't say always. I just said we were meant to be together at least some of the time. And all of our hiding and the pretending that we do, that we are perfectly fine, all on our own, it just doesn't work. So again, there are times when you need to get on the donkey, when you need to let people lay down their cloaks for you, when you need to let 
people make some noise for you. And you do it because it's good for you. And also because you know that deep down that you would and you will do it for those people who are doing it for you when the chips are down for them. We are better when we are together. And I don't just mean that we can accomplish more, although that is typically true. But it's not always about how much we, we get done or how successful we think we are. But when we are together, we are better. We are better for each other. We are better for ourselves. There's an example of how a single stick can, can easily be broken. But a bundle of sticks, even small as they might be, but in a bundle, can withstand a much greater force. Together, we can, can support each other. We can build each other up. We can help carry the load. Or an example of how a stool with four legs is stronger and sturdier, more stable than a stool with only three legs. Or less for that matter, because a stool with only two legs or one leg would be very challenging to sit on. Even in nature, we see how we are better together. It applies to more than just humanity. A pack of small wolves can take down a much larger-sized prey because they can work together in at least what we perceive to be perfect and precise coordination. When we look at this story, this triumphant entry into Jerusalem, I think a lot of us can, can pretty easily place ourselves in the shoes, or rather sandals, of all of the characters in this story. I think it's fairly easy to, to see ourselves in, in the parade, perhaps shouting and rooting for Jesus. After all, we, we are his disciples, right? I remember as a child imagining what it must have been like running around and waving the palm leaves and, and shouting Hosanna and following Jesus and the disciples as they went. And there's a sense of innocence as, as no one other than Jesus really knew what was yet to come. For those precious moments, this was a celebration. This, this was fun. But then I also wonder if perhaps we could also see our, ourselves maybe as our own Pharisees or having our own Pharisaic moments when we, when we shush each other out of fear that our words and our actions might disturb or annoy or bring down more trouble than it's worth. That might be harder to admit and maybe even recognize because we never want to see ourselves as one of those people, the bad guys, the, the mean people who always found something to complain about the things that Jesus was doing and missing the miracles that were happening right in front of them. 
No one wants to be grouped in with them. And then in truth, the very hardest imagining for us might actually be putting ourselves up on the donkey with Jesus. Whether it is fear of going down with the ship or just fear of being fully seen, likely we, we do not put ourselves there very often. We don't want to cause a fuss and, and certainly not a parade of support. Even in the times when we could really use it the most. I mean, come on. We've got this. Until we don't. But we'll be just fine. Until we're not. And it's no wonder where, where part of this comes from, where we get this influence from. Just look at our world, our society, our popular culture, including books and movies, and so much more. How many messianic stories do we find where it is the one single hero or heroine who makes it all better and saves the day? Honestly, the Avenger movies might be some of the first that, that really show how together is better. Even for all of the people in the Star Wars films, needed for good guys to win, it always still really comes back to that one special person who is connected with the Force. So wrestling with what it means to be a community, especially when the chips are down, that, that is the task this week. And when you consider the last two years of isolation and separation that we have been dealing with, and some are still dealing with, it's really not that much of a surprise when, when we start to wrestle with what it means to be a community. We're almost relearning, starting over in some cases. Interdependence is not always the focus of this particular passage, I admit. It, it probably is rarely the focus of this passage. But in Jesus' retort back to the Pharisees, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. In that, we can see that all of creation will cry out if justice if love, if the beloved community is not honored and uplifted. And I will admit that this is one of my favorite parts of Scripture because of the whole, the stones would shout out. I say that because I have an affinity for, for stones and rocks and tend to pick them up wherever I am. And I also say that because, as a child, with my very active imagination, when I heard this part of Scripture being read, 
I always imagined several felt-shaped rocks with googly eyes, like something out of a Muppet movie, shouting Hosanna. If you've ever seen the Muppet Christmas Carol, think of the singing fruit, but with rocks. So yes, as the title of this message says, you are a group project. And I don't just mean you, I mean all of us. Every single person here is a group project. And I will admit that when I first started working on this, I was a bit terrified to say that because I had some experiences in group projects in school where not everybody pulled their weight. And so the project barely succeeded. But I think this is a little bit different. It's a good thing that we need one another. It's a good thing that we are better together. And it's good because we are the body of Christ in the world. We are the church. The story of the lone hero is is maybe more tragic than celebratory when we really think about it because of the lack of interdependence and community. If you know any parts of the stories of, of Superman, he spends time trying to fit in to a world that is not his own. And the fact that he can do that by putting on a pair of glasses is, and confusing people doesn't say much for us, but... Um, being on your own... Yeah, you can do it, but... It's not a road that we were meant to walk. I personally would much rather my story be one where I am a part of something. Something bigger than myself. Something that supports each other. Something that that stands together for things like justice and mercy and compassion and love. Something that shares the love and grace of God with each other in all the world. We are better together. I would much rather be a part of of the parade or the crowd, no matter how big or small, than a lonely hero in a story that is truly more tragic than celebratory. We are better together. And this passage shows a perfect example of not only being better together, but that when we put God in the center of our community, it is truly a moment to praise and celebrate and be full of joy. Amen.
If you would rise as you are able for our closing song, Were You There?, which I know is it's not very joyful or celebratory necessarily and may seem like a, a rough or an odd way to end our Palm Sunday service, but it is also acknowledging what is yet to come this week.
Blessed are we who cry out, God, I need a friend to share the simple, unaffected joys that come, the troubles unbidden, those too heavy to sustain. Blessed are we opening our hands in readiness to risk intimacy, to receive the gift of friendship and give it in return. And now may the God who loves all of creation, especially the lonely bits, and Jesus, our companion along this crooked path called life, and the Holy Spirit who loves to improvise in surprising ways, go with you, dwell among you, and give you joy now and forevermore. Amen.